Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's already very warm in here. I, I, I was just thinking that. I was thinking, I'm already sweating. What's happened? Joel and I recorded this in the midst of some of the strangest weather. It's so hot we're sweating, but I don't know if you can hear in the background, there's also thunder and lightning. It's like monsoon season. It's all weather. It's all weather all the time. <laughs> so, so I don't know. I think it's going to give the episode this week a real manic vibe. Yeah, a more, than, a more manic than normal vibe, which is... Uh, Previously hey, hey, thought impossible. The critics said it couldn't be done. <laughs> and we're going to prove those critics wrong. Have you got any critics? <laughs> Have you got any listeners? They're all critics, aren't they? In a way. I'm your biggest critic. You know you say you should be your own biggest critic. Yeah. I'm your biggest critic. And I'm And you really try and criticise yourself, but I always go one step further. Yeah. Oh, I I didn't actually think that about myself. What's also great is, not only is there weird weather happening behind, there's a guy just nodding with his head in his hands, looking at the weather as it's going, and he kind of glances at us every every so often, just to be like, yeah. He's just acknowledging the... Oh, guys, (laughs) there's some weather out there. To be fair, after the last two weeks weather is worth acknowledging because all true, we've had true. is sun and um, death. You quite often see naked asses through those windows. That's why I don't close the curtains. So they can see <laughs> mine <it>? too. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast the rules are simple we can discuss as many of your film pitches as we deem necessary uh, but only one can be taken to the next stage where we fold it up into a concertina pattern and used to fan me for the next 10 dream factory records what an honor what an honor for that idea that's really good i'm joe a man who puts the emu in demure and across from me is john harris who once spent six months unnoticed as a bear in woburn safari park yeah you did a great job Demure Emo is uh, it's my favourite band, actually. Right Demure now. Emo? Yeah, Demure Emo. Mine is... Oh, what was it called? I tweeted about it. You didn't actually say Demure Emo. You said... Jim, de- I meant Demure, Demure Emu. Emu, Sorry. yeah. So Demure Emo, Emu are my second favourite band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They often support each other until it's quite confusing. <laughs> really confusing. They alternate as well. Yeah, you don't know who's going to come out first. But it's what's <laughs> weird is they're entirely different genres of music. Yeah. So Demure- the crowd is so 50-50 split. <laughs> Between, what are they again, John, the two genres? <laughs> Hardcore trance yeah. and Irish folk. Yeah, and the crowd. But the thing about the crowd is they meld into one and they love it because the encore is both bands at once. Exactly, that hardcore, Irish folk. Hardcore Irish folk trance. Amazing. Yeah. You, honestly, you need to get to one of their gigs. You know something and like it. It's like a wall of death. The crowd are going half and half and you think yeah. they're going to run together and you know get into a mosh pit and fight. 
hug. And what's weird is that despite having played over a thousand gigs together, the crowd are always exactly 50-50 split at either ends of the room at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but by the end, they're, they're loving it. It's almost like brand new people come to the gig every single time. It's a, I think it's a bit like Rocky Horror Picture Show where people go dressed up, getting the vibes, you know, like, oh, uh, yeah, which side are you demure, on? Demure, emo, this is me. Yeah, and you play nice. the role and then by the end of the night... Everyone's pals. Yeah. Great. <laughs> what are we here to do? Pardon? It's mostly chronicling the career of Demure, emu's lead singer, Jonathan... Banshee. Jonathan Van Banshee. Uh, let's pitch some films. Uh, Reservoir Dogs, but it's dogs. Good, 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 good. They won't stop making dogs as human films, despite them all being shit. Like a dog with a human voice or a dog doing a thing. There's another one coming out soon called like Showtime or something. Show Dogs. No, oh, there's what? another new one. Cause, uh, I know about Show Dogs. Show Dogs mm-hmm. is dogs that can talk, not dogs as humans. Yeah. What's this... Dog one. Uh, it's Dog the Bounty Hunter, but it's Dog. <laughs> That's my watch. idea. Would also um, watch. No, there's another one coming out with a surprisingly good, famous lead actress. Okay. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Let's Google it. Dog film 2018. <laughs> it's going to be a big list. The first one that comes up is Isle of Dogs, which we know about. And then there's Show Dogs, which isn't the one we're talking about. There's one called Patrick. Dog Days with Vanessa Hudgens? No. Eva Longoria? No. <laughs> <laughs> Have I made this up? <laughs> I mean, get in touch, basically. Get in touch if you remember the yeah, dog film. Yeah, I think I've invented a movie in my head. I honestly thought, like, Amy Adams or someone was <laughs> in a film where a dog's a human. But I've, that's clearly a fever dream brought on by the heat. But what I'm saying is, there, there's a constant appetite, seemingly, to make these movies. Yeah. But they're all shit. Mm, yeah. So, what res- was the but- last good animal talking film? Cats vs. Dogs. <laughs> yeah, a classic. <laughs> the sequel was actually better. It's like Godfather Part 2. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Interesting. The Dogfather. But, you know why they're not good? Why? Not enough edge. <laughs> Hence, Reservoir Dogs. Not enough gore. Not enough gore. I want to see a dog cutting off another dog's paws. <laughs> you want to see a dog torturing another dog to the sound of stuck in the middle with you? Yeah, yeah, but barking along to the music. <laughs> you know, like you see him do on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. I'm a dog. Yeah. Here's a, here's a thing I was thinking uh, the other day, actually, about talking animal films. Did you see that dog bark, barking Toxic by Britney Spears the other day? <laughs> yes. That was really good stuff. The thing is, without context, it sounds like there's a video of a dog going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's a three-second clip. I was really hoping for a lot more. I was having, like, full eye hostess costume, just giving it the big one. So what I was thinking about uh, animal talking films is... They always can talk. They always can talk like the full English lexicon. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm thinking, what about we we do animal talking films where they're actually, you know, relative to the size of the animal's brain is their kind okay, of so grasp the, of the English language. The big dogs are the brainy dogs. Big so they've got dogs, everything. Brainy, do- big dogs are brainy dogs. Elephant speaks like Stephen Fry, right? right okay. However, a bird still just goes really tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> But it's then, English. What if we live in a world where birds can talk, but their brains are just not big enough for them to have any more words than So you're tweet? saying we might live in that world? I'm th- that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying. How we ever know? Exactly. There's no way to prove that. Uh, a question I asked my mates recently mm. was, uh, what would you Why do... Why have you stopped talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if all animals just... You woke up tomorrow morning and yeah. all animals, instead of making the noises they normally make, just said your name? <laughs> Would you what tell do you mean? Someone? What would you do? Oh, only you can hear it. Oh yeah, sorry. Literally, only you can hear it. So everyone else I wouldn't is like, tell yeah, anyone. a dog's. Oh, maybe I'll tell a therapist. Joel Grove. <laughs> oh, my full name. 
That's different. Because you're like, Choo! you can imagine you're hearing that. From, for a while, I could probably get away with that. But if it's just going, Joel Grove. <laughs> or, yeah, I'd have to report that. Can I record it? And like, if I play it back, it sounds like a bark. I don't know. What happened? No, you... Well, you made it up. So if I record... If I record... If you record it, you play it back and you still hear Joel Grove and other people still hear a bark. Fuck. <laughs> I don't like that. And, yeah, I like... And they're barking what like really loud what and would... the dog's just... Joel Grove! <laughs> what would I do? What do you mean, what would I do? Kill myself, probably, eventually. <laughs> eventually, I end up killing myself. <laughs> Woken no. up to the sound of birds in the morning, just... Joel Grove! Joel Grove! No, I just top myself. I cut my ears off. What would I do? <laughs> you chop your ears off. And they don't, do they understand me? No. They just say my name. <laughs> yeah. Ho- they, horrible. Horrible. They live the exact same life they I'd go and live in the Sahara. <laughs> and only occasionally have to deal with the sign wider going, Chocker. <laughs> uh, right? Obviously. Everyone would do the same thing. Everyone would be driven insane. Hey, okay. Reservoir dogs, but it's dogs. Good, thanks for that. I've actually got another one on the dog thing. Oh, great. So this is sent in from Tom, one of our avid Toms. One of our avid Toms. Tom with a H. three Toms. But... It's at the end of his name. The Three Toms is like a tribute act. To what? <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to three famous Toms. Who are they? Jones, Morello, and another Tom in a band. Tom Chapman, the lead singer of Keen. Wow, what a <laughs> band. What a band. <laughs> I'd watch it. So you've got the shredding weird technical solos uh, from Tom, Tom Jones. <laughs> And then you've got, like, the choir boy pop songs yeah, from... Yeah. I feel like Jones and Chapman, they're going to harmonise pretty quick. Morello's going to take a while to get into that <laughs> yeah. band. But once once he does... Because the register, Tom Jones is a low register, Tom Chapman's high register, perfect. Yeah. Morello with his weird... Imagine <laughs> Tom Jones singing Killing in the Name of. <laughs> Imagine Morello shredding the green, green grass of home. <laughs> Actually, I'm quite into it. I'm quite into it. Anyway, we can make that happen? I'm quite excited. Mm. The three times. There we are. So anyway, this, Tom sent this one in. This is our, uh, a news story from Colombia. So there's, there's a sniffer dog in Colombia that's so good yeah? that the Colombian mob put a bounty on its head. <laughs> no! Yeah. $50,000 to get this what? dog killed. It's so fucking good at sniffing out drugs. Like, it's the best dog. So what I'm thinking, this is an exact flip reversal of the Bad Animals film from last week. Oh, yeah. Because this is, like, good animal great animal it, so this animal I imagine rises to the top of the police force in Colombia in this film yeah yeah. does it talk it just says my name <laughs> but it's alright because everyone going to the film doesn't know that I just can't ever watch the film <laughs> it's like a nightmare for you yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else I, is- I, I would be insane to go and watch that <laughs> I would, I'd have to cut out all media where dogs are making sound which is really a shame although it would be good to hear a dog singing my name to the tune of Toxic by Britney Spears <laughs> <laughs> so there you go yeah which is I think what Tom was getting at <laughs> thanks Tom I really like a couple of like images. He's quite he's quite a serious dog. Yeah, of course. He he's is. like, don't take it seriously, yeah, mate. Does he let his hair down at the weekend though? No, no. That's always... what it is. He gets. I'm trying to think. Does he get kidnapped by the cartel and they don't kill him immediately? Oh no, they torture him. Do they no. start using his nose for evil? This is quite harrowing. Oh, I like right, it. so I'm they cut his it. nose off. Oh, despite his face, exactly. That's a shame. So they cut his nose off, so he can't smell anymore, and then oh. they send him back. Why have they done that? So the bounty is on its nose alone in the film, and then they, and then, yeah, still solves a crime using his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then at the end, the Mexican drug lord is like, "I don't like you, but by God, do I respect you." And why is this Mexican drug lord operating in Colombia? Did he have to flee Mexico? <laughs> oh, I forgot where we were. Oh, oh I look so We're in Bogota, racist. mate. We're deep, oh. deep Bogota. I'm not racist, I promise. I'm sorry. Yeah, Columbia Do you reckon, good. I think about this every time I go to a festival, do you reckon a sniffer dog's ever, ever, ever accidentally sniffed up a bit of cocaine? <laughs> and then what happened to the dog? <laughs> 
and is there footage of it somewhere online? <laughs> it must happen, right? They've got such powerful snouts. Because the thing is, right, people, you know, whether you like it or not, John, people consume drugs, right? I've, yeah, I've heard. And, I'm, I'm reading more and more about this at the moment. <laughs> and I, I, I... It's an epidemic. I don't, I don't think my family have ever done it. Maybe I'm wrong. But I A know drug. of people... Yeah. Uh, I, but I know of people who will... You know, Give put a bit, a bit of booze, put yeah. a bit of beer in the dog bowl. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, a family where they, a family, a group where they're regularly consuming the reefer. Yeah, being in the room with a group of people, a small enough room with people consuming a couple doobs. Yeah, might have a little effect on a time. You're, you're using the lingo, which is good. The doobie woobies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, when look, I get high, when you're smoking, which I don't, smoking the uh, I say I've got the doobie woobies. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Look, it's a slippery slope. One minute you're giving a bit of brandy to your baby to help it sleep, the next minute you're racking up a line for your chihuahua. <laughs> you can see the natural progression yeah, yeah, there, yeah. can't you? Yeah, absolutely. The baby won't sleep, the dog's always sleeping. You need to combat those two things. I've just, I, I just wonder about it all the time. I wonder I've about never, it a lot. I've never looked at a dog and thought, I just wish you'd sleep less. <laughs> well, I've met some tired dogs. <laughs> That, this family really don't want to let sleeping dogs lie. Nice. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, have you got another film idea for me, John Harris? Uh, what about this one from Grace? The girl with the dragon military tattoo. What? The girl with the dragon tattoo. Yeah. Military tattoo. It's the thing that they do in Edinburgh where they just show off how their military is. What? A military tattoo. Stop saying military tattoo. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Oh, other people will know what this is. Look, look, I'll Google it just to show What you. happens? Look, I've started searching Edinburgh Military. Tattoo comes up, right? Basically, it's a big night show where they basically just get all the military into a, an are- arena and kind of just show off their oh, prowess. Edinburgh Castle? Yeah, at Edinburgh Castle. I didn't know this happened. Yeah. Do the people in, of England know about this? Maybe not. Maybe it's just Seems a... Seems like an act of aggression. Just a Scots. My surname's Harris. There must be some Scottish going on there. There must be somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she's got the whole of the Scottish military tattooed on her. No, she's got a dragon military tattoo. So she's got she can show off a, her dragon. Essentially, what it is, is, I mean, the tattoo element's not that important. <laughs> no, it's you're just right. for the pun. Yeah, she's yeah, got yeah. a dragon army, an army, dra- and she's going to attack Scotland. <laughs> why would a dragon army? Why would a lady with a dragon army want to attack Scotland? Oh, because this is the very Game of love, Thrones, yeah, isn't it? And the Highlands feels very where a dragon could live. I mean, there is one living in Loch Ness. That's why Scots have been holding Nessie captive yeah. for thousands of years. And whoever this woman is, is going to claim the last captive dragon back. For her. For her dragon army. Because it's not complete. Because she's got, she's got land, and, uh, land and air covered. She needs um, some sort of naval unit mm. for the army. So is it a water dragon? Is that what we're suggesting Nessie is, Nessie yeah. is? I yeah. didn't know. I didn't oh. know water dragons exist. No, they do. Do mate. they breathe water? They breathe air, but um, <laughs> through gills, because no one breathes water. Fish don't breathe water. What? Have you ever heard that the phrase to breathe water in your life? They take oxygen out of the water Actually, in yeah. their gills. To breathe water sounds like you've choked under water, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it makes no. What you're saying, Brilliant. what you're saying, makes no sense. Okay. Do they breathe water? Aquaman breathes water. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And a submarine, does, this, does that breathe water? Yeah, oh, that's fair. Yeah, that one does, yeah. <laughs> They've got some technical things going on there that we don't really understand. But there you go. Yeah, takes over Scotland. But the Scots fight back. And she becomes the Queen of Scotland, second indie ref. <laughs> they vote to leave and they burn Britain to the... They burn England to the ground. And you know what? We've had it coming, frankly. We deserve it. Yeah, and that's what we'll say as the dragon swoops <laughs> over, melting us. 
I don't like you, lady, but by gosh, do I respect you. <laughs> but by gosh, do I understand what's going on here. Um, it, sorry, it goes without saying that most of the films I'm pitching end with someone saying that to the hero. Okay, good. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mark has sent this one in. Towering Binferno. It's a new Pixar edition. And it's a film. And he, he emailed to say he agrees that wasps get too bad a rap. Yeah. So in this film, they're the heroes. Oh. They are at the bottom of a bin that is set alight by some hoodlums. Now, I don't know if it's as much a thing anymore. When I was growing up, people really liked setting fire to bins. Yeah. That was like a national pastime for a while. I think it came around the same to- sort of time as Happy Slapping. Yeah. There's a lot of, there was a lot of crossover with Happy Slapping and Bin Burning. Yeah, I've been... I reckon if you've happy slapped, 80% chance you've burnt a bin. Mm. And I've done neither. you never happy slapped? No. Just Is happy slapping where you hit someone and film it? Yeah. No, nah, I didn't film it. He's <laughs> never filmed it. Clever. Very clever. <laughs> anyway, some kids burn a bin, but there are, in this bin, some wasps mm. and some other insects just foraging for delicious apples and stuff that people yeah. throw into bins. But it's on fire, so they have to escape the bin. And obviously to us, it doesn't seem that big, but to them enormous I, uh, there's some real like drama some steaks at hand here mm-hmm. there's some someone threw <laughs> some steaks in the bin, yeah. in the bin yeah. really delicious fries <laughs> do, 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 do wasps have the same like nest hierarchy like a bee is there a queen wasp that's yeah, larger some sort of queen yeah so there's something there could be something about they can get out with relative ease but mm. the queen's much bigger and slower no, so like they're it. having to like help her out and that's where the real jeopardy comes in they've got to help her, their queen out yeah. of their bin because that's where the wasp's nest was it was just at the bottom of a bin yeah They've been set on fire, and they have to relocate. It's a good idea, right? Second half of the film mm-hmm. is them finding a new nest. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It's like Moses and his people. And then an exterminator comes to take the nest away. The second nest? Yeah, to give us a sequel. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah. <gasps> the last shot mm-hmm. is the extermination van. Pulling up. Pulling up. Excellent stuff. And the queen says... And a wasp grabbing its collar and going... Oh. And the queen says to the exterminator, <laughs> I don't like you. My gosh, do I respect you. (laughs) (sighs) 
That's good. It's fun. We're having. A, I'm having a nice time actually. <laughs> have you got another one for me, John? I'm eighty percent sweat, but I am having. Have a you got great another one time. for me, John? Please. Uh, what about this one from Catherine? Save the last chance, the rapper. So there's only one chance. Imagine a world, right, where <laughs> there aren't any chance the rappers. There are none. No, there's none. Oh no! But they, but people remember a time when there was one. <laughs> so they need to get him back. So is this the future? Yeah, have they it's lost? a not too distant future. They've lost, and is he passed away, or mm. have they lost him? They've lost him. <laughs> yeah, they've lost him. But they know where he is. Yeah. He's lost himself because he's become like a super powerful Jeff Bezos type guy. Because he's bought, because he's bought a some newspaper in, a newspaper in Chicago. Chicago. So he's going to start a massive soulless empire. Uh, and people want the real chance back. I don't know how they achieve that. But that's not for me to decide. I know it is. No, that's exactly yeah, what we're oh, here to do. shit. Catherine did the title, we do the film. Oh, Catherine, next time you do the film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, next week, I we actually want can't some make the record films. next week, Catherine. Can you, can you come along? We want full films, and then we'll come with the titles. That's the new, we, the new basically, format. Basically, we just want to read things out. <laughs> it's too hot for us to think. And make fun original content. I'm I'm melting. Cool. So that was Save the Last Chance, the rapper. Okay. I think we've done that. Should we suggest our own film suggestions? Let's do it. Okay. Who's going first? I'm going to go first. Wicked. Uh, Dial M for murder. James Bond's boss falls onto hard times and begins a job at a call centre for contract killers. Cool. So... Are they so? What's the deal here? Contract killers are calling the call centre. What are they calling for? Or is the call centre like calling a roster of contract killers and be like, "You need to go and kill this person." Yeah. No. Sh- actually, I've just changed my mind. It's Judy Dench. Sorry, um, Ralph Spall. Little. R- Ralph Spall. Yeah. Uh, no. Who is it? It's it's Ralph Little. <laughs> Ralph Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, and, we, yeah. We're not picking him. We're picking Judy Dench. Judy yeah. Dench is our M. And she falls on hard times financially. Oh, and actually, she doesn't... She do, I've changed my mind already. She doesn't go to a call centre for contract killers. She sets up within MI5 mm-hmm. a call centre for contract killers and sends out her double O's. What? As on not, freelance? At, and she's just acting like it's a Money normal on the side. job. And she's oh. like, that guy is an evil baddie. Turns out, probably an all right guy. Just... Someone wanted 50k for him dead. So Judy Dench is taking bad guys' money to kill people. You don't know how much money she owes. How much? Who does she owe it to? Because why did she just get one of the double O's to kill Ralph that person? Fiennes. It's, oh shit! The new M. Wow. So the ultimate gig for Ralph Fiennes just basically wants to be the new M. Yeah. And he's he's blackmailing Judy Dench. Mm. And actually, when you watch back the last two Bond films, yeah, you know, you suddenly don't really like any of those characters anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> Apart from, you know, James, he's fine. He's yeah, all right. He's Apart a, from all the ki- yeah, people yeah. he killed and women he sleeps with for no reason. And so she sets up this centre and, you know what, regardless of all this, she doesn't make enough money, Ralph becomes M. And she says to him at the end... <laughs> what did she say, John? <laughs> she looks at him straight, yeah. straight in the eye and she mm-hmm. says, yeah, all right. And then credits roll. Ah, fun. Because you know when a joke's not fun anymore? Yeah. Well... No, I didn't, because I still yeah. set it up. Right, my idea is falling down. Do you know the movie Falling Down? No. Michael Douglas? Yeah. He, he loses his shit. I think it's Michael Douglas. What, sh- what shit did he lose? He's in a, like... So, basically, he's just like a normal humdrum guy, right? Yeah. But his, the pressures of life are grinding him down, grinding him down, grinding him down. One day he's in traffic, and something just sets him off, and he just flips. You never heard of the movie Falling Down? No. It's like a really famous film. I'm an idiot. And it's been memed so many times. Okay. Anyway, he loses his shit, and he just goes on a rampage. Like, you know, that kind of vibe that everyone 
sympathises with slightly that you're, you're a couple bad days away from just... This is where I'm going, right? Oh, so cool. in falling down, because it's in the US, he's got guns. He can do mad shit. Yesterday I was on the tube, and I was thinking to myself, I feel like I'm about to have my own falling down. This is London, and I'm me. And all I've got is a rolled-up copy of the Evening Standing. <laughs> and I imagined how much damage and chaos could I cause with a rolled-up copy of the Evening Standard. And I reckon if I really went for it, I could murder four people. You think? Yeah. I think you'd be able to slightly damage a bollard. I wouldn't waste it on a bollard. Uh, I'd kick the bollard okay. while hitting someone with the Evening Standard. Do you think you could kill someone with a rolled-up newspaper is basically what I'm asking for a friend? Well, there are the yes, the short. Uh, wait, am I, are we in a vacuum where that's all I'm allowed to use? Because if you're on a tube platform, you could just Go push on. someone. No, just, I'm on. I'm on the tube, and I walk out you, of the tube. Yeah, you're, all, you're right. You're on the platform. No, you know, you're not. You're outside on the street of like you're on Oxford Street, right? Yeah, yeah. Someone just gives me the evening standard. Then someone bumps evening into standard, me. Someone please. Bu- yeah, I take it. Someone bumps into me, and I just, I just twat them with the evening standard. And you're not allowed to use your feet. Or anything else? Just the Evening Just Standard, the mate. <laughs> Four people. I'm allowed, I'm allowed to pick up new copies of the Evening Standard. <laughs> well, that's it. Because you're right, you're right by that big stand where there's like a thousand just stacked. Yeah, and I mean, they're located around town. So I can, I can sort of tour around. That, getting an Evening <laughs> Standard isn't going to be the main problem here. Okay. I reckon four people, yeah. Are you allowed to do things like choking with them? Uh, yeah, you can do whatever you want. You shove it down their throat, up their arse. <laughs> do what you like. <laughs> Both at the same time. Like a little bit of corn. <laughs> um, oh, I'm not. I'm not happy where this is going, Joe. Right? Yeah, four people. My film pitch is me murdering people within a copy of the Evening Standard. That's not a film pitch. That's just an insight into your brain. Film it, mate. <laughs> then Do- you got a movie documentary, Do- documentary series. Yeah, and you can be like the investigative journalist on the scene. Great. When I start killing people, I would. That would be very interesting. So I kill you on camera. Oh, yeah. Am I? Is this so? No podcast series I get out of this because I'm thinking if you kill yourself. Mm. With, do I kill myself with an evening standard? And he turned the evening standard on himself. <laughs> yeah. So you do that. Yeah. And I get to start a really weird... Me- like, cause, because this this has happened. This conversation we're having right now has this, happened. Yeah, that, has, that did just happen. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's been recorded. So when you do that... Yeah, which I will. I'll have to use this conversation. Interesting. And you knew it was coming along. And I'll, be, and I'll have to say, like, little did I know at the time yeah. that this comic conversation... That he was on the edge. ...was the catalyst yeah. for... A heinous crime. Yeah. Do you think I'll be impl- implicated Absolutely, for not yeah. saying I've right said on the record I'm going to murder several people. <laughs> well, can I say on the record, you shouldn't do that? No. Well, edit that. Can we edit that out? <laughs> oh, shit, you do the editing. <laughs> Joe looked that- to the side and then just looked back at me as if to remember. Oh, yeah, it's you. Oh, that's a shame. No, listen, I won't murder anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, that's not going to happen. Because, listen, uh, when Joel does murder someone, he's going to say, Yeah, but I said it in the po- look, audio evidence. Yeah. Why would no, I do that after saying that? Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to, look, I'm not going to murder anyone uh, for the foreseeable future. That's not going to happen. Just want to caveat that there. It, what, what I was saying was done for humorous effect. And I'm sure you'll agree because your sides are split while you listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, if you die from having your side split, that doesn't that's, count. That's too, that's too much to even think. That's too meta. <laughs> Can you be held accountable for that? You make someone laugh so much. That's why we don't ever get too funny. Because we're worried about the legal implications of being very funny. So we, we kind of, you know, we, we, we kind of ride the, ride the level a little bit there. But we're, we've never, we've purposely, we, we edit out the stuff that we know could be side-splitting and dangerous. Like the sort of stuff that you're listening to on a bike, you just drive in front of a bus. We've got like a, we've got like a pressure gauge. Yeah, yeah. It's constantly just flickering. And if we see death. it going to too funny, we'll just stop for sort of 20, 30 minutes, have a debrief. We'll read some really sad stuff. And we'll come back in and do it. But we want to guarantee to you 
that this will never be too funny. This show will never be like really funny. All right, and I won't ever kill anyone. And that's I think if you could take anything away from that this episode, two it's things. those two things. Yeah, yeah. It's those two things. And we know we've reached the end of the time here in the studio because there is a knock, knock, knock on the studio door, and entering the studio is uh, a Cockney bloke from Oxford Circus Station. <laughs> Evening, Stranded! Jonathan. Do you like being called Jonathan? You spell your Jonathan in a weird way. Uh, I, 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 like three, <laughs> there's like three H's in it, right? No, two, right? <laughs> you have to think about that for so long. Yeah. Um, That's bullying because I'm dyslexic, so... Yeah, well, no one's dyslexic for their own name. Mm, good point. That's, uh, that's the name of my mix. So my parents, my parents called me that. I didn't pick that name. And between... What, what have you picked? That shirt? <laughs> I picked I picked most of the things in my life. I just didn't pick my name. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, yeah, I wasn't... That haircut? Like, shamefully, yes. <laughs> right. So on last week's podcast, we asked if you could go on a piss-up with any Disney character, mm-hmm. what would you pick? And we actually did get some responses. Oh, that's kind. Uh, f- for once. Uh, Sam says, Baloo. I reckon he'd verge on being a bit of a liability, though. Baloo seems like a good lad. Don't yeah, you think? I would say so. He's good value. Emma says, The Genie or the Gargoyles from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, these are great choices. These are really good choices. Uh, yep. The, the the genie I mean the genie the, the great thing about the genie is we love Robin Williams and essentially if you're picking the genie you're just picking Robin Williams right? yeah exactly what's he got in that lamp? a little bit of scotch? <laughs> uh, Kevin has said in quotation mark no one drinks like Gaston and I'd very much like to challenge that bloody hell so he's everyone else it seems like they're out for a fun time <laughs> Kevin's like I want to go drink for drink with Gaston that's a risky game Jack says I feel like Baloo is the one mate that always takes it too far the Joel of the group. Well, that's unfortunate. I mean, I've never been out with Jack because I despise him, but um, <laughs> he wouldn't know anything about that. Stuart says, Mushu from Milan. He seems sassy and up for the crack. He can't handle any booze. Crack spelled in the Irish way, for the record. Oh, give it a rest, you. <laughs> the thing is, I think a lot of these people, right, mm-hmm. what you've done is with Mushu and with uh, Jeannie, you've basically said, I want to go for a drink with... Um, Eddie Murphy and Ron Williams. Exactly. Yeah. And time. I kind of do. Yeah. Um... You can, I mean, listen, you can probably hear the thunder on this microphone. It's worth noting that John and I are putting our lives on the line to record this podcast right now. Because yeah. I, reckon, I reckon there's probably an imminent lightning strike that could kill us. If this is the last thing that we broadcast before we die from lightning strike, yeah. would someone put it out for us, please? Yeah, come and find the SD card in the burning wreckage. Listen to it, because it'll probably be there's, in oh, So there's an edit, sorry, let me just get this. There's an edit point at 5 minutes 17 <laughs> uh, for 5 seconds. There's another edit point at 11.32. And then if you just sort of cut out most of what John says, then we'll be good to publish and go for it. Yeah, all of that. So I would go on the piss with, I stand by it, the little lad out of Hercules, Danny DeVito's guy. I just want to go on the piss with anyone that means that I can get out of the studio right now. <laughs> come on, now, right, please. we're done, we're done. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.